Hey, 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 how's everything going, everybody? Today, we're going to talk about investing in new vacation rentals, investing in Airbnbs, investing in short-term rentals. Is it a good idea right now? Well, it depends on your situation. It depends on how you're going to finance the home, if you're buying cash, where you're buying a plethora of factors. So let's get into it. Is right now, May 2023, a good time to buy a short-term rental? So it really depends on your unique situation. If you're buying with cash and you can actually find a good deal, then maybe. But for the vast majority of people who will be financing or getting a mortgage on this property, it is not a good idea. Why? A couple of reasons. Interest rates are at an all-time high. Inflation is red hot. It's still moving. And home values are way too high. So when you do all these things and you combine that with the oversaturation of the current short-term rental market, we have a perfect storm for losing money. So you may be wondering why on Facebook, why in podcast, why all over people are saying it's, you know, I'm getting into short-term rentals. It's a great idea. Great way to earn financial freedom. It's a great way to earn, earn an income. Well, it's because a lot of people are trying to sell you something. They're trying to sell you a masterclass. They're trying to sell you consulting services. They're trying to sell you property management services. They're trying to sell you something. So of course, a lot of people are going to still be bullish on short-term rentals. Their livelihoods and their businesses depend upon it. But if you want unbiased advice, we need to look at what's really going on. And if you're financing a new investment property right now, May of 2023, odds are you will stand to lose money if you don't have any sort of competitive advantage. If you don't know how you're going to differentiate yourself from the thousands, the tens of thousands of other listings that are probably in your market, you are fighting an uphill battle. If you're not disrupting anything or changing the game with your short-term rental, you're going to be fighting an uphill battle. So I want to briefly talk about Airbnb's stock price and what it has to do with you as a short-term rental owner, potential short-term rental investor. So this Wednesday, they released earnings and the shares tanked. They reported a revenue of $1.8 billion in the first quarter, up 20% from a year earlier, but it got mixed reviews. So even with this quarterly profit, even with beating analyst expectations, the stock plummeted and its co-founders lost pretty much $3 billion in their net worth in a day. Shares fell 11% in after-hours trading. So what are the stock analysts, what's the public? thinking about Airbnb as a company, is it going to grow? Are bookings going to grow? And are us as owners going to be able to rely on the platform uh, for meaningful growth in the future? So I feel a lot of this has to do with hosts being unhappy um, because the platform's pushing for more affordable options. The algorithm is actually baking in affordability now. It always has, but now to a greater extent, to a greater degree. Meaning the cheaper, more affordable your listing is, the more, the more likely it is that you're going to show up higher on search results on Airbnb. So they're also pushing rooms, which is having a room in a private home that you're renting out to guests as opposed to renting out the whole home. This is Airbnb's attempt to attract that cost-conscious, budget-conscious shopper. And it may work. However, what about all of the hosts 
that have regular or luxury listings. Because the economy is not doing so hot right now, what are those hosts going to do? Are they just going to sit empty? Are they going to sit empty because the platform's deciding to push cheaper listings? Why are they going to be penalized for having a great listing with tons of great reviews just because Airbnb feels that its algorithm should market cheaper properties? So there's a lot of, you know, who's doing what? What does that mean going on here? But what does hold true is it's going to be harder to market your listing with Airbnb pushing cheaper listings unless you're going to go out and invest in a budget property. And if you already have a property in a saturated area and you're more expensive than what they're advertising, you're going to be shuffled to the back page. So imagine there's like 50 pages of search results. You'll be on the very back pages if your price is high and you don't have the reviews. So it's going to be really unlikely that you're actually going to have a high occupancy rate one or even turn a profit. So is it a good time to invest in a short-term rental? I'd say right now, absolutely not, unless you're buying at a great valuation. And when you're buying a home, that's really hard to do because everyone wants to buy a home right now still. So people will still bid against you, making the value higher than you should pay. And if you're getting a mortgage, the economics just don't make sense. And you may be hearing some homeowners saying, I'm doing fine. I'm booked. Well, ask them to show you the numbers because if (laughs) numbers don't lie, you see the numbers and you'll see how well people are actually doing. May is pretty much dead. Bookings have dried up for the rest of the year. So many hosts that are great performers, they may still be great performers, but that looks very different from 2022, 2021 as well. So now if somebody's telling you they're fully booked, especially a property manager trying to gain your business, ask them to show you the numbers, show me the money, see if it makes sense. Now, if you're still going to invest and your debt set on buying a short-term rental right now, then you might you might still do well. What kind of rental should you buy? Should you get a condo? Should you get a 10-bedroom? Should you get a four-bedroom? In my market in Florida, in Central Florida, I've seen properties in the four to seven-bedroom range do a lot better than condos in most markets. Larger homes, when they're eight and up, when they're really, really big, there is demand for them, but that's another beast entirely and takes a completely different type of marketing plan to do well with. And it takes a lot more care and a lot more on the ground attention than a smaller place. So historically, I've seen properties in the four to seven bedroom range do the best. Condos, not so well. And larger homes takes a different kind of skill set to actually do well with. But there are people doing well right now. There are homes that are fully booked, but these are exceptional cases. These are top performers in all industries. Look at sales. Look at real estate or insurance. You have a couple of real estates doing the vast majority of the transactions. And then you have the other agents that maybe sell one home to their uncle, one home to their cousin, and that's it. This is kind of like that. You're going to have tons of listings that have one or two bookings, then go dry, then have another one or two bookings. But that's it. And those homes are maybe pulling in 15000 20000 a year, which is way lower than the expenses associated with the home. Then you have some rock stars, a lot of which are listening to this show and many other podcasts on the circuit, who are doing everything possible to actively grow and plus their property, always adding amenities, always adding new custom things to their home, 
to improve the value of the property. And they continually do well because they're dedicated to constant improvement in all areas of their life, not just hosting. And what does that turn into? Great guest experiences and high net income, high margins. Those hosts understand how to operate in a great environment. Like we saw after the pandemic, when there there was all that pent up travel demand and people were just going crazy, going on vacation. And they do well now in times of economic distress because their businesses are solid and they rest on a solid foundation. Many hosts who are getting into it for the wrong reasons or just misinformed and don't know how much hard work goes into this tend to do well. I mean, tend to not do well and end up selling the home at a loss. So there are cases of people doing exceptionally well, but that's like any other industry. Short-term rental is not an exception. Now, if you're a cash buyer, if you have a track record of starting a business and you disrupt whatever space you're in and you really know how to make yourself stand out, then it may be wise to buy a vacation rental if you can get a good deal and if you know exactly how you're going to execute once you get on the ground. But if being a cash buyer, it doesn't mean I'm going to buy that home and put a few cool theme rooms in there and I'm going to do better than every other house on the block, especially in Florida. That's overdone. Everybody's doing the same exact theme rooms. Every house has Mickey Mouse in it. Every house has a game room. Every house has, and everyone thinks their house is special for some reason. Well, it's special to you, but to guests that are looking at dozens of properties, this one looks just like that one. And they're going to make a decision based on which one is cheaper, right? So knowing your game plan before you purchase with cash, then executing on that game plan and building a rock star team can provide a path to profitability. And if you can succeed in this economic environment, you're going to smash the records in a better economic environment. You're going to do extremely well in any economic environment if you can do well right now. So if you're not discouraged by the economy, home prices, inflation, interest rates, maybe now is a great time to buy if you're going to buy and hold and you have no intention of speculating and selling. Now may be a good time for you. But that is really rare and would take a cash buyer with a lot of experience. If you're purchasing and you're financing right now, and this is you're not in that comfortable of a financial position to take a huge risk, I really advise against investing in short-term rentals right now. Regardless of what realtors tell you, right now is not the best time to be buying a short-term rental because of the factors mentioned in the show and so many more. Now, some examples of a way to differentiate yourself if you're going to invest and you want to make yourself stand apart, it's going the extra mile in your design. And I'm going to have a few designers on the show in the coming weeks and months to explain what that means. But if you could design a truly kick-ass home with rooms that have never been done before, that are eye-catching the moment you see them, you are going to win the attention of anyone looking on, on the platforms and you will win bookings. So right now, the Mario, the Super Mario movie came out. Jack Black, Peaches, Peaches, Peaches. Super funny. And if you had a home that was themed after that, and it was around this time of the year, that would be a totally eye-catching listing. In 2019, when there was Star Wars Galaxy's Edge coming at Hollywood Studios, it was a great time to jump on the Star Wars thing. An example of this on an eight bedroom right by Champions Gate, we added a Fantastic Beast theme room because that was hot at the time. And the theme, and in a cinema, we did it totally Star Wars theme. Everything, lightsabers in the doors, the lighting. We had R2D2 in there. Everything was really Star Wars themed. So 
any sort of Star Wars addict was going to book that room because that room stood out compared to anything else they had. Then you had some houses that did Star Wars rooms, but they just put wallpaper on the wall with R2-D2 in it. It didn't come to life. It wasn't like a wow home. Um, same with um, a Harry Potter home um, that I was able to walk through. They built the whole shebang. They did the train, the train that emitted the smoke from the Hogwarts Express. They did the dragon with the fog machine with the smoke coming out of the mouth. Everything was 3D and it was, it was super cool. So having a home that goes that extra mile and puts you in an experience that is the home that's going to get booked. In that home, I remember, recall, they even had a life-size chessboard by the pool. So it was all those little things adds up to this big impact. And that's what makes homes stand out in saturated markets. And if you want to break even and even do better and earn a profit, that's a necessity. It's not a nice to have. And today in 2023, that's a necessity. And it's expensive. Um, a lot of these furniture packages could cost north of $100,000. Yeah, you could go on Facebook Marketplace. You could go to IKEA. You could do that, but it's not going to give you that pizzazz, that special look to your house. It's going to look like an IKEA house. It's going to look like you pieced it together in Marketplace or the flea market or wherever you're going. You need to spend money to make money. And this is one of those areas you can't be cheap. And if you want your house to stand out, um, having a wow factor is really a must. And it's something to really consider before you invest because you'd be surprised how much a good furniture package costs now, especially with inflation. Furniture packages are super expensive now. They could range from like 40000 for a condo to north of $200,000 for like a seven, eight bedroom. So furniture is really expensive and doing murals, doing design, doing custom beds, not cheap. But that is what makes you stand out in a crowded market. And then having a great photographer to bring it to life and a great videographer to bring it to life goes the extra mile because then whatever design you have in person is going to shine in the listing. And that's how you can plus your property and add amenities every six months or so to constantly improve your offering. And it'll just keep making your property better and better. So if you do end up buying, if you do end up investing or you've already invested, just think about, take a long, hard look at your listing and see if you have something that stands out to a stranger. Because if we put our heart in it and we kind of say, you know, this is my home, I worked hard on it. Well, that's not what the public thinks, right? They're just looking at a place to stay and they're comparing and contrasting different listings. You need to take a long, hard look at it and ask a friend, ask a family member, what do you think of this house? What do you think can be better? And then always improving is going to show over time, because maybe today your short-term rental isn't all that you want it to be. But if you start to invest in it and you take your time and you do little projects and renovations, over time it will get there and it will stand out. But it's just first admitting like what needs to be done and what can be better, getting the opinion of others, and then going for it and investing in your property, even in downtimes. Because just because money's not being made right now doesn't mean we should just stop all capital expenditure or just stop improving. We should continually improve and businesses that set themselves apart in bad economic times, they're investing when times are bad. They're putting back into their business when times are bad. They're not scaling back. So that's just some food for thought. Um, now back to the grand theme of this episode, should I invest in a vacation rental right now? My recommendation is overall no, but 
doesn't mean it's always a no. And it does depend on your specific circumstances. If you can make the numbers work, good for you. You know, that, that, that's awesome that you can make the numbers work and you're willing to be a risk taker in this environment. But for the vast majority of people that I've spoken to, it's not the best financial move for them. And I just want to be honest about that. So I hope this was helpful. If you're a host and you want to share your opinion or your experience on the show, please reach out to me by email. It'll be in the show notes. And if you want to subscribe to my newsletter to receive free insights, tools, and resources, that information will be in the show notes as well. So everybody, take care. Have a great weekend.